Soy Power Podcast is a free podcast made possible by the support of our awesome Patreon sponsors. Head to toypowerpodcast.com and see how you can help. Welcome to Toy Power, the podcast where we talk toys and everything pop culture. I'm Darren, and it's great to have your company today for episode 148. This week on Toy Power, I'm joined by Frank. Mahoy well, hoy. And Ben. G'day, g'day. So we're going to start with some news. Three, two, one. Cue music. So what have you got for me? Alright, first up on the news, we've got the NECA Bebop and Rocksteady 2-pack hitting toy stores in the US currently. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, we have ours for Christmas. Hopefully, Santa brings us uh, the retail outlets, the 2-pack ne- uh, Bebop and Rocksteady, and th- therefore that we will have them ready for Christmas Day. So well, here's fingers crossed. Yeah, well, in my case, it's Samta who's bringing mine. <laughs> so it's an extra, extra well. loop in the name, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm getting mine from through Pop Culture, and Darren, I think you've got yours through Robot Toy. Uh, Somewhere else. No, um, Sam. Sam, cool. Sam, Sam nice. Well. Yeah. So let's I think just say if, if Samta doesn't get it to us by Christmas, we won't believe in him anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, nice I think one. even our good friend uh, Rich Rampage picked his up, I think I saw, or is it... I could be mistaken on that. I remember seeing someone, someone, yeah, yeah, yeah and be. literally had it in their hands, yeah. which was which was great. It's to got see. some good reviews already, so yeah, yeah looking oh. good. Of course, I am joking. Our good friend Sam always delivers, and and it'll be outside of his control if he can't get it to us. Of course, yeah, by of Christmas, course. he knows but, that. He's but, good. Yeah, and can't uh, recommend him enough. Yeah. Also, in uh, NECA news, we've got the Baxter Stockman tease that is coming. Yeah. so that's pretty exciting. They've so. Been- They've what been, do you, what do we think? Do you think human or fly or hybrid or that's I, the question I'm asking? You kind of want to say human only because the fly is just re, or just about to be done by Super Seven in their line, but I just don't think a human Baxter as much as a good friend Trent would lose his mind. So would I. I don't think it would sell. What, in comparison. what what about a? Do you think it's a comparison pack that you could have a swappable head and a few extra attachments, or yeah, do you think because it's, uh, it's the, the body's arms, so it's the arms and the head, and if you're going by the Playmates toy, it's the legs as well, right? Because it's but this but Necker are more cartoon. cartoon. Necker, yeah. yeah, I'd have to go back and look at the original artwork and go, how feasible is it to swap out the parts to do both? Because that would be the dream, right? Wouldn't it just? Yeah. So it'd be very interesting. Yeah. To see. Make me buy more Baxters than I was intending to, if it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, Necker yeah. have also been quite prolific on the tweets lately. Randy's been uh, su- suggesting all sorts of stuff, and then somebody, I think, took a photo recently of their uh, the Wave Two turtles, the ones we're waiting on, saying, "Oh, these look great. I need to pick up one of those those um, dioramas, dioramas you have." And he just went, "Oh, did we mention there's another diorama set coming soon?" Dot dot dot. So. 
who knows what that is part of the speculation i think we had on our patreon was uh people going well how about a sewer like the actual turtle sewer lair playmates right. yeah, yeah yeah color scheme anyway yeah, yeah. we very yep. very interesting to see mm. what uh happens there watch this space mm, mm. definitely speaking of watching we are all watching uh, a heck of a lot of disney plus not just in australia but all around the world it's finally here we had to wake wait a week after our friends in the u.s that was um, two Mandalorian episodes, I know, brother. Right? You know? <laughs> that was painful. Yeah. I was, just, I was like, I swear to God, if those boys aren't breaking the panel, spoil it for me. Yeah. There will be consequences. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah what What did we think? Uh, I, I know Ben. You're saying you've had a, a couple of little glitches with it. Uh, initially? Yeah, I had a couple of glitches in the sense that uh, the audio wouldn't sync up with the video. So, mm. and this went on for almost the first week. But it was a super easy fix. You just skip forward or skip backwards 15 seconds yeah, right. and it would uh, automatically fix up. And it wasn't just like uh, one video, one uh, sequence of programs of watching like X-Men everything. or something. It was absolutely everything. Okay. And it was quickly rem- uh, ramified, uh, you know, later on later in that on. week. And also um, updates on the Disney thing at the start. They didn't record where you were last, yeah, last that's, that's, finished off and things. But yep. now there's continue watching and uh, all, that's all that That's the thing. Sort of it actually, what I found is, because that's one of the things I'd heard before we'd actually got it, and it was the same thing. I was working my way through X-Men a bit like you, you Ben, and got up to whatever it was, halfway through the second episode, stopped it. And then when the button actually just said play, and I'm like, oh, and I thought, let's just try it. But it actually picked up exactly where yeah. I was from. But because that visual on the screen said play, as the user, you go, oh, well, it's going to start from the start. Now they've changed that, so it says resume or continue yeah. watching. And, and also it it's on the home screen now, which is awesome, which it didn't oh, usually. Oh, really? I haven't seen that yeah, part. It didn't usually. You had to go into the Find, find X-Men again. Yeah, uh, and then so you got to continue play. watching. Section. Yes, on on the front page when you log into Excellent. your user ID. Excellent. Yeah. I think the most important question though is what's your avatar on uh, Disney? Uh, Ali actually set mine up for me. She set up a profile for each of us, including Jack. I think she set her picture to is it Ursula from the Little Mermaid? Nice. Yeah, cool. Uh, she set mine to Iron Man, which I was like, yep, I'll yep. take that. And she set Jack's to uh, Jack Jack, of course, from, oh, the, cool. from the Incredibles. Cool. I'm like. That's pretty well done. That's she pretty she did that on day one, yeah. so yeah. <laughs> I'll take that. Ray's got Cheshire Cat. The nice. kids have got Moana because they got a joint account. Yep. And I'm the fox from um, Zootopia. Oh, the, yeah, yeah that, nice. That's Sly Fox. I, I, I like that movie. So. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's good. And Darren, do you have Disney Plus yet? Or? I don't have Still, it yet. I have seen bits and pieces. We're actually in the midst of waiting for an NBN internet connection, so yep. we don't actually have home internet at the moment. Mm. So hoping for a... Well, we're hoping it'll be done this month, well, mm. in December. Yeah. Have they given now. you an actual date? Because whatever it is, it'll be six uh, months after keep, that. Like. Yeah, we keep chasing them and r- ringing them yeah. and hand, handing them. I'll be on the phone again Monday just to try and hurry Absolutely. along. Absolutely. Because we need it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not going to talk about Mandalorian spoilers or anything, but I have to admit, Disney Plus is so exciting and there's just so much content on there. Mm. I haven't even opened Netflix since the first day that yeah. we got... Uh, it's a pretty Plus. powerful statement, yeah. especially yeah. given um, the, I guess, the streaming wars that, that's going yeah. on between the two major players. Yeah. That, that's fascinating. Yeah, we, we dropped the other Australia, Aussie uh, streaming service, Stan. which is Stan. So yep. we dropped that. We made an executive decision, mm-hmm. and that dropped uh, about a week before Disney Plus came along. Yep. So we cancelled that service, and then it lasted another you know, three weeks or yeah, something. Right. Uh, but we kept Netflix, and um, yeah, nothing's really... 
jazz my interest on netflix i think that's going i think there's the, there's a newness factor to that because you want to explore this massive breadth of content i think what disney are probably going to do which would be a smart move is to do a big dump of content say closer to christmas or, or new year and go because there's a lot of a lot of the fox stuff is just just not there i actually wanted to go back and watch some of the old x-men movies because the versions i have are pretty terrible quality and they're just not there now right. i wonder if there's a licensing thing tied up with that because they weren't of course originally until recently owned by disney but yeah so i think they'll be doing content dumps a bit like how they there was that list that come out about a month beforehand saying look at this massive list scroll 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 i think they're going to do that every three yeah. months let's say yeah because do you know if that's just australia or what is sorry uh the fact that the old x-men uh, good question movies not, not sure we can we can check with our I us buddies read that there was some ongoing stuff with fox still having the rights to 20th century fox yeah. movies still in australia but i I wasn't wasn't the article wasn't quite clear if that was exclusive rights yep. that they were maintaining or whether or not it was shared rights. Yeah, because yeah. I'd love to see Logan again, but I want yeah. the sepia oh, the uh, black and option. White? Yeah, that'd be so yeah. good. So that'd be Oof. cool if they've got that. You know, go to that depth, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, I'm loving all the the extras on it. So when you go to a movie, Avengers Endgame, for example, and there's a little extras tab, and there's like here's a dozen deleted scenes. Here's here's the three hour commentary. So it's the whole movie, but you've got oh. the directors talking over oh, wow. the top so like of it. all the stuff that the Blu-ray would Correct. have without yeah. buying the Blu-ray. Exactly, oh. and that's where I think it's really cool because anyone, as we've seen, lots and lots of people have streaming services these days. But because you've owned and created a lot of this content you have stuff from the vault of these extras that unless you go buy the collector's Blu-rays, you're not going to see. So yep. I think that alone is worth the price. Uh, that, that's going to put them in a position that Netflix is not in Correct. Uh, as the creator of their own content. Yes. I um, mean, obviously Netflix would have their own content. They could do that with, if, if there are extras they had available that, you know, I don't know how much of, you know, their stuff ends up on the cutting room floor, but obviously Disney, owns it all mm. you know they're producing their own content they've got all the deleted scenes yeah. Netflix do a lot of their own content though they do, uh, they do. so it, it, that maybe this will only make the market stronger in the sense we need to provide special features from now yeah. on that, that will become will. the norm yeah. you know well that was part of the selling point of DVDs back in the day it was it was the, the bonus features and, and these sorts of things so. well that, honestly that's all I miss yeah. you know I I I, I'm so lazy now uh, mm. uh, be, I don't even get up and grab a video off the shelf I'll find <laughs> something even if even if I, a top quality A plus movie I'll yep. find a C grade movie and watch that on Netflix just because I don't want to get up off the couch <laughs> and yeah so streaming wars in full effect Alright, we've now got some news from uh, this is the Mafex line as done by Medicom. These are basically six, six inch figures and they've released a couple of new uh, ones that I think are coming out in July next year. We've got a Superman as he appeared in the Hush uh, series that we've sort of spoken about a few times. So this is uh, the classical uh, look of Superman, but he comes with, as his standard with these sorts of uh, expensive figures, he's got the alternate heads, he's got an angry face with the red eyes, but the poison ivy sort of creeping up the neck, as yeah, seen cool. in the comic books. Yep. Yep. He also, this one's kind of cool, comes with a fist that is actually a Batman fist, but with the kryptonite ring from the comic. So if you've got the Mayfex, yeah. you've got the Mayfex yep. uh, Batman from that line, then it swaps out and he can you know punch uh, Superman in the face. So 
That's pretty cool. Yeah, it looks... And there were some great sort of promo photos mimicking that wonderful, wonderful scene. Uh, These are coming out around about the $72 US mark. So these are going to be expensive figures, but all the articulation, really high-quality paint. And as I said, coming in July of 2020. At the same time, there was also uh, a Marvel sort of reveal at the same time. This is Maximum Carnage. Uh, honestly, makes the... Uh, I've got the Marvel Legends version of Carnage, and he's great. He's got the tendrils. He's got the alternate hands. This just puts it to shame, right? Which, for that price, it bloody well should. You've got an extra unmasked head where you can see Cletus. Um, he's got the alternate hands that are big claws, but he's got one that's an axe, one that's just this mess of tendrils. Um, amazing, amazing figure. Again, $72 US, so, geez, you're looking probably 120-odd by the time you convert that and get it to australia if not more plus shipping yeah 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 but absolutely gorgeous gorgeous figure so if you're a fan of hush superman or maximum carnage keep an eye out for those ones awesome all right on to aliens so the lennard toys are producing four inch scale aliens figures so the two sets revealed so far one of a yellow xenomorph and face hugger hatching out of an egg attacking a man wearing an astronaut suit and the, the exciting thing about this is people are talking about splicing this yellow alien in with their ninja turtles from that mm-hmm. classic video game scene and things so and, that, good. and the cartoon i think there was an, a yellow pizza Attack alien. Of the killer yeah. pizza that's the one that's yep. the one uh, and the second is as Red Xenomorph, looking more dog-like in frame from Alien 3, of course, mm-hmm. attacking a man on a futuristic motorbike. So pretty cool. These are about four inch in scale, apparently. And there has been a reveal as well of an Alien Queen uh, in a faithful purple colour scheme. <laughs> so, <laughs> sure. But yeah, hey, look, if the, if the price is right, yeah. uh, sign me up. I just really hope these come locally. And uh, I'm not expecting... Necker quality yeah. figures or anything. I'm realistic in that sense, but mm. if the price is right, I can't see why they wouldn't sell like hotcakes. Yeah. So, and and, cool little additions. And the, the humans that come with them, are they references to anything? Not, I, I think it's sort of uh, tapping into that uh, g- uh, generic military line so you could mix them up with your Put Joes or, or uh, yep. you know other Lanard Corpse characters or yep. something. Uh, not, they've got their similar astronaut wearing space gear marine sort of thing but with the helmet and everything Mm. but they're definitely not characters that i recognize from the movies that'd just be too expensive uh paying all those royalty uh face likes and i think on that scale figure there's no way you're gonna be like that's hudson you know so to speak (laughs) so they're just generic looking humans and yeah so in some star wars black series news and i have to throw out a spoiler alert for those who haven't caught the mandalorian yet so if you haven't you may want to turn off your podcast or fast, fast forward, forward 60 seconds yep yeah. yep yeah, 60 seconds sounds about right so from the mandalorian the heavy infantry mandalorian trooper has been revealed as a best buy exclusive mm. no news on what that might mean for australia yet or anywhere else. Yeah. He's a, he's a basically a Mandalorian type sort of armor and he's just got like a chain gun that looks amazing and he's a big chunky figure. I'm not sure if people in the US have already got him. I thought I might sort of seen the Foosh do oh, some sort they, of review. Yeah, but they it. get they get special yeah, deliveries, yeah. so advanced yep. deliveries. Yep. 
So no indication on Pri- I mean, I guess I haven't the Black seen the Price yet. Price, I've just yeah. seen the pictures, and I have to say, it looks very impressive. Well, uh, yeah, nicely done. A regular, but, uh, I mean, I know the next segment's about price, but a regular Black Series at Zing, like fresh off the uh, is ship, is forty-eight yeah. or something. They have General Grievous, which is sort of a ultimate character sure. and he was 57 or something Oof, like that yeah. 60 bucks or yeah, something right. um, it's the same so you, sort of box size box it's more that deluxe yeah, you know, yeah. so it's the 6 inch but with a lot more yeah. accessories yep. for sure so, so um, our next bit of news could easily fall under uh, our on the peg segment but I just wanted to give a heads up that Star Wars Black Series is back in Australian retail has been for a little while now, I guess in the lead up to uh, Disney Plus dropping mm, with The Mandalorian and nine. obviously the rise of Skywalker. We've we've seen new Black Series drop for the first time this year. And at the moment, my target, Big W and Kmart, all seem to be getting current waves. I've had two waves drop really close together and they are pricing them at $30 each. Okay. Each store's doing that. Now, I did notice when I bought some from Myra, it did say promotional but didn't say when it would end, yep. just on the receipt. But but it's really cool to see that, first of all, we're getting this stuff. It, it's out there. It's findable. You can complete your waves, and you can get them for 30 bucks a pop. which mm. Actually off the shelf instead the of shelf. online shelving. Now, the yeah. one exception to that is obviously the Mandalorian, who is proving really tough to find. <laughs> Speak to uh, speak to Joe, our old mate Joe Joe Hayes yeah, about I that. I know he's <laughs> just really looking for it. He's got uh, both Ben and I are looking for him, you know. But yeah, it's not easy. Yeah, no. good yeah. luck. All right, so another one: Lego acquiring Bricklink. I think you've uh, shared this one. Yeah, this is uh, interesting. For those who don't know, Bricklink is a one of the probably, if not the largest sort of fan-run uh, Lego website. Essentially, uh, they. They're the sort of site that, A, they're a bit of a database where you can look at all the sets. Oh, I've lost the instructions for this set. You know, punch in the number and away you go. But more importantly, they have individual parts for... They literally catalog every set, all the parts, and you go, do you know what? I'm missing that part. Click here to see who's got it on sale. So it's kind of like eBay, but just for Lego parts. And it's a really great way for collectors to get those missing parts from perhaps old sets or, or you know, acquire different pieces for, for a custom a custom build. So, and this is a huge multi-million dollar kind of website. That's now been, as of a few days ago, I think officially been purchased by or become part of the Lego family officially. So it's one of these, is it good, is it bad? Obviously still very early to tell. Um, we reached out to a couple of our uh, bigger Lego fans um, through the SA Toys group. Um, a couple of them had some interesting things to say. This is uh, Luke who said basically he believes they're doing it for that sweet, sweet secondary market data, the analytics, and that's a major win for Lego because they can say, what are people? Here's the data. Here's the raw data. What are people actually buying? And, and that could come. It's a win for fans too, if that translates to well, stuff being produced that people correct long term wise. Yeah, and, and that could all, almost come down to as basic as look. Everyone's buying dark blue bricks. Mm-hmm. We need to produce more sets yeah. that have dark blue bricks. Because that's in them. what's in demand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it could just be as simple as that, or as complex as oh, we need to make more of those hinge parts because only yep. three sets in the last ten years have had that hinge part and it you know just otherwise does not exist yep. and it's therefore bumpering it's is it's super expensive on the secondary market so yeah. uh, and they can factor that into a an, a basic build 
you know, city or yeah. whatever, p- potentially. Yeah. I mean, there's there's concerns out there that it's a bit of a conflict of interest, right? That it just becomes another place for to, to buy Lego through Lego and that's going to lead to an increase in prices and all that. Obviously, with this news being uh, pretty fresh, it's all very, very early to tell. I don't think we'll see any major changes in the next couple of years, I think. Um, but it'll be interesting to see with a website like that that is already super detailed. From a As someone who loves to catalog his stuff and, and you know have databases and all that, it's a stunning work as it is. But now it has the resources of Lego, the company behind it. Um, so that's going to be uh, really interesting. And uh, another few words from our mate Steve. Uh, he's talking about, yes, that the, the data is great, but he said Bricklink was great because it was independent. Yeah. Um, yeah it didn't point. have to apply to, you know, Lego's sort of corporate image and, and standards and all those sorts of things. Uh, and he said, look, let's be honest, Lego's track record with doing online stuff is pretty spotty at best. Even some of their digital offerings as far as, you know, Lego Digital Designer, I think it's called. It's all just sort of like faded away. They've had three or four cracks at it and none of them have, have really taken. So, yeah, a bit of a wait and see um, being so fresh. But, yeah, if you want to want to look up for some good debate, head over to your nearest Lego group and I'm sure it will be a point of contention. The, the other issue is as well is I've used it to, because it's like an eBay site in yes. the sense that you can go and see what the last, uh, what your set that you're what looking it's valued at, at, what it's valued at, what the last 10 uh, sets, uh, you know, in similar condition to what you've got, yep. have sold for. So does that mean they're going to then reproduce things that skyrocket up in price? Or do you mm, think they're going to completely blitz that off and only have their... Uh, analytics be able to see that so they can you yeah. know it's, it's because that is essentially secondary market yep. an, uh, analysis in its best I, I just I question uh, yeah it's a valid point too. yeah you kind of hope that the whole corporate culture doesn't you know I like the idea of them engaging with fans and finding out what fans want and and making product accordingly I like that very much so you know if for example Joe Blow has this idea of you know, some film or, or something that they really would love to see a Lego set of and Lego for yeah, well we hadn't thought about getting license to that and, you know, a ton of other people say, Yeah, that I'd love that too. Mm. I can see that that has a positive yeah, there is that I guess that question about balance and independence and and whether or not it's what the outcome is going to be. Well, could they? The thing is, though, could they not just Lego just look on the website like everybody else to get that data? That's now, true. That they might, but owning the place, they might have it automatically feed yeah, into their true. computer system and easier, uh, from a couple of clicks. Yeah. Right now, they have to go do research yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, all uh, very interesting, and we'll see what becomes mm. of that. Yeah. All right, now Golden Axe. We've got a skeleton warrior. So. I thought, where is Golden Axe going to go? From Storm Collectibles, you've got that um, heroic barbarian character riding the Red Beast. You could make the wizard, you could make the female, and then how deep are you really going to go? not exactly a huge character Exactly, (laughs) exactly. How deep are you going to go with the villains and things? And uh, bang, they've come out, uh, guns blazing, well, no guns this uh, (laughs) this time around, but they've come out... With a skeleton warrior, and it's not they're very very clever. They've done it as a two pack, and yes. this skeleton warrior is ultra generic. He all he has is a shield and an axe, and that is it. He's yeah. 
absolutely fantastic in uh, articulation and things. He can sit down with his legs crossed, essentially, stand up. He comes with multiple sets of hands for mm. each uh, warrior. And uh, I just think even if you're not a Golden uh, uh, Axe fan, you could splice it in easily to your Master of the Universe figures. You could make it as Mortal a Con- Kombat. Conan, uh, you know, adversary, yep. uh, Mortal Kombat, uh, put a, potentially put an alternate head on there, yep. um, you know, put him up in flames or something exactly, after yeah. uh, Scorpions had his <laughs> way with him. Uh, you know, it just, uh, the world's your oyster. And yeah. it being a two-pack, There'll be people army out there builds. that army build ten with you know without even blinking. So, so true. I I think this is a fantastic move. It's very and, cool. You know people people love skeletons. Like skeletons are what are as iconic as dinosaurs in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So I think it's an easy money making spinner for them. So it's a win win. Yeah, I think you're right. It's an easy sell. Yeah, and Storm Collectibles, you know you're getting quality. Yes. So, well done. Yeah, any indication on price on that? No, I didn't, I didn't look that deep. Yep. It was just, uh, you know, one of those teasers announced. Oh, and, yeah, coming soon. That's yeah. it. So, uh, But it looked fairly close to final production with the f- uh, photos that they were showing. So yeah, they right. kept it secret and then, bam, look what we've got, you know. And it'd be, it'd be super year. cheap to make, right? You think about paint apps and, right? But yeah, you've got to get that sort of bone texture or wash to it down but you don't really have multiple colours to worry about or colours bleeding into another, like, yeah, that would be... No, very, no, you know, the concern of, of getting female faces right and all yep, that sort of stuff. Getting the it's eyes just, lined yeah, up. It's yeah. just it's just a black socket, you know, yeah. that's it. It's uh, so cool. I cannot wait Genius. to see uh, see some crazy... There'll be Instagram people out there that do some outstanding yep. photos. With Armies them, so. of the dead and all sorts. Yeah, exactly. Very cool. All right, speaking of armies, we had some, uh, I think during the last week, we had Tokyo Comic Con take place, and there's a lot of stuff that we'd already seen, but one that jumped out to me was a whole bunch of stuff from Tamashi Nations. Now, they had a ton of new product to look at, including our first look at all of the Knights of Ren from the upcoming Star Wars movie. We've seen one of these figures before, I think, with a, a Hot Toys reveal, was it? Um, or oh no, sorry, Black Series. Uh, but this gave us our first look at all the, the various knights, and they've they've all got uh, you know sort of their own custom helmets and just very different sort of lightsabery weapons. One of them's just got this. It's a short pole with just these giant. It's not a sword, but it's almost like a, a scythe without the sort of hook on the end of it. Um, amazing stuff. Uh, so it was cool to see that. They almost also had pretty much almost a full cast of everybody you can imagine from Avengers Endgame. Uh, they had a wonderful display there with Captain Marvel up in the middle and, and Big Hulk. We've seen probably about half those figures before, but all on display, you sit there and go, geez, put a little uh, you know Disney logo down the bottom, and that's a movie poster, yeah, right? That's yeah. how good these, yeah. fi- these figures look. They also had a fair bit of Mandalorian stuff as well. They had, obviously, the Mandalorian himself, uh, IG-11. Uh, there's another, the female the, character who I think comes in in episode four, four who I don't know her name just Cara yet. Dune? Sorry? Cara Dune, is it? Uh, you could be right. I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll accept that. Um, yeah, and... Ding! <laughs> <laughs> you As pass. always, Davey's right. He wins. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was just... Right, and these are really high quality. So they're still in that sort of six-inch kind of scale. 
um, but these are you know on par with your your, your neckers in terms of quality and, and paint applications. They also had a, cool, a couple of cool little like odd ones out. They had a Faye Valentine from Cowboy Bebop. Uh, and Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn looking as she does in the upcoming Birds of Prey movie where she's got like a like a gold jumpsuit almost type thing she's wearing. I've sort of seen briefly in the I'm, trailer. I'm trying not to watch too much into that. I yeah. want to leave a little bit of element of surprise. Yeah, surprise uh, for sure. Yeah. Yep. So. so yeah, so that was all from uh, Tamashi Nations. Any other news before we move on? No, no? I think that was it. All right, yeah. let's head into the next segment. Definitely a review, but but not a movie. Oh, so, we lied to you. Sorry, we did. <laughs> slight, they, a little bit of false advertising from um, Toy Power, but we couldn't resist. No, that's it. Yeah, we just love that that intro. They yeah. do. They in a segue to that, they do have the movie one out. Yes, so right. uh, I, I think I believe the first episode is out, or it, yeah, is it one of those that drops four at once? Or fingers drop four at once. We are okay. we are talking about sorry the toys that made us, and what Ben's referring to is of course that they have recently dropped. And we think it's four episodes. The, the movies that made the us. The movies that made us, yeah. So very interesting to to see how that all pans out. Darren, take us through uh, take us through what, what are the episodes we're talking about in this review here? So we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. which is near and dear to my heart, and I've, I would imagine the hearts of the gentlemen in this room. <laughs> we have Power Rangers. Yep. We have My Little Pony, which, as we know, is near and dear to uh, Trent's of Toy Powers. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yep. he's hardcore. Oh, yep. He's into yeah, it. He's, he's really a brony. up on that in Melbourne while he's away for work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. them everywhere. So we wish him well in, in his hunt. Yeah, looking we out have... for those rumps, you know, the, 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 <laughs> the prints on the rump. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the butt stickers yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I said hunt. I swear, <laughs> Trent, I said hunt. Yeah. And... Um, Last but not least, we have wrestling. Mm. I'll be honest, going into this, obviously, as you sort of alluded to, Darren, Turtles was the one. I was like, yes, yeah, super key. Yes. And uh, I think that was the of those four, that was the perfect one to be episode one because that's, I think, the one that most sort of, you it know, late 80s like to 90s kids. It feels like logical after the first eight Correct. as well. Because, Correct. you know, Star Wars sort of started the whole trend and then obviously Barbie's the perfect segue into Masters because it gives all that, Mattel history and then you've got Masters of the Universe and, and G.I. Joe and then Transformers all of you know at the same time which, more or less well yeah. yeah Transformers a little bit later but then a little bit later again Turtles so yep. I think they've their strategy around their sequencing when you it's look back good. on history is just perfect they're smashing mm. yeah yeah so the wrestling one was actually the one that surprised me the most going into it i was prepared for that one to be the one where i was like oh yeah whatever i found that absolutely fascinating Very complex wasn't super it? complicated yeah. whereas you sit there and go all right transformers is hasbro masters is mattel uh you know you go to wrestling you're like oh, pick a company they yeah. probably did wrestling yeah. figures at some point and then, right? and then there were two rival companies yeah. like two ultimate millionaires that were Battling head to head, you know yeah, trying the, to uh, get, acquire the rights and a bit each like one a stealing well, exactly yeah. right yeah. each one's stealing a little bit from the other and then there's the third party guy that's just trying to can i have the uh seconds i'll have you know? the leftovers yeah. the wcw yeah. or whatever yeah. it was yeah, like so. yeah all right we'll start from the top so ninja turtles yep so um 
I found that really in, uh, intriguing that uh, Peter Lard and um, Kevin Eastman, uh, Kevin Eastman, Eastman yeah. were actually eight years apart in mm-hmm. age. I always thought they were almost, the if same. not the same age. So that that struck me as a yep. like wow factor. Yeah, Kevin Eastman is, is was almost a bit of a rock star in comparison because he was he was younger and all of a sudden he had this turtles money coming in and he bought a tank. He bought a tank because why wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you you yeah. got millions of dollars yeah. overnight. Let's yeah. go buy a tank. Whereas Peter Laird was very much he was a family man, I think, by that stage and and stuff. So yeah, it's interesting. They're they're a really odd couple to to create a property like this. They're, they're very different personalities. I've always yeah. thought that in the, some of the interviews I've seen and yeah, stuff. Yeah, I always thought that even from a young kid, I can remember when The Secret of the Ooze was coming out of cinemas, I had that behind-the-shelves documentary thing, and, and they interviewed them both extensively. Yeah. And you think about it on paper, they look like they've got nothing in common whatsoever, and, mm. and yet there's something that that just works about it. I mean, mm. you, you don't get to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles without those two geniuses yep. behind it. And, and and the third party guy, no, no, I shouldn't say third the party, licensor? but the, the licensor, he mm. played an, an integral part. He did. On, I mean, Ninja Turtles was uh, awesome in the sense of comic books and things, but he, the licensor t- took it to the next level. He's the one that got that little stuffed uh, toy, which is probably the <laughs> rarest Ninja Turtle uh, character around. Arguably the, first, the yeah. first figure ever. Yeah. Like. And he sort of took that round and showed it to everyone. And, it was freaky know. when they kept showing it because it didn't have like the bandana and yeah. the eyes had come off and obviously being you know over 30 years old it was all cracked and like the, the rubber or whatever had started to give way it looked quite horrific if I'm honest yes, but yep. yeah a very interesting part mm, yeah I loved seeing Peter Lards he's got that big uh, office wall yep. full of uh, carded figures. figures so every yeah, time they incredible. they jump back to him he's got that you know the he's office just pausing studio. it and exactly. watching the background yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just find cool. it interesting with these do they have the creators like that and I would have thought, given that they they made it, and you know, it's 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 their livelihood to an extent. I always find it interesting that they have that stuff plastered everywhere. I can't imagine, for example, Bob Kane ha- having his office decked out with all Batman stuff because he's like, you know what? I do that for a day job. I don't want to take it home yeah, with but, me to but the studio. He kind of like, did actually. He had a lot of did, Batman. Yeah, it's art. it's interesting. Yeah, though, yeah. yeah, he kind kind of did. He parlayed that into, I guess, his celebrity and. And and use that to great advantage. But, yeah. but I mean, people like Gene Simmons from obviously Kiss. Mm. He has continued Kiss going through yeah. m- through merchandising, True. marketing, yeah. and things. So, yeah. but anyway, anyway, that's mm. another story in itself. Done really I, um, well in the Simpsons with Krusty the Clown stamping approved on everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, and then Eastman. I was very. I don't know if you guys picked it up on it, but mm. the uh, the one of the giants. It was I believe it was Michelangelo. Uh, no pupils. On his eyes, oh, it was just it was just a I giant version that. of the uh, you know five five yep. inch ones without pupils on his eyes. So okay. I thought I thought that was cool. I wanted that one yeah, rather than the, instead of the mass ones released. Big, yeah. yeah. Well, with, so, a, with a bit of a with a white texture, I'm sure you could fix that. Of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. So. Look, I mean, for, for for someone like me, there wasn't a lot of new information in this, and and that's because I'm a, I'm a weirdo like that, but. The, the most amazing part, and there's been a few sort of memes posted about this, was the, the reunion at the end, right? For anyone who, who's not aware of the history, basically, Pete and Kev basically fell out over the years. And, and it was actually... I, it's funny, I always thought that it was... Uh, Kevin was the one who stayed with the property and that Peter was the one who went, nah, it's too commercial, I'm out of this. It was actually kind of the other way around. Um, and then 
Yeah, they sort of had a disagreement over the they, years. They, and the, pretty much the disagreement was where uh, Next Mutation, yeah, where they was introduced the killer, uh, Venus, uh, not Venus de Milo, what's her name? Yeah. Yeah, it was Venus, Venus de Milo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, introduced her and they that was when, oh no, we shouldn't have. Yep. This is terrible quality. This is just nothing. It was, awful, it yeah. was it's not It's not Power Rangers because they um, uh, grabbed Power Rangers that was already recorded and things and yep. they had that. Whereas this one, they had to create it yeah. from scratch, mm. and it just didn't translate. Not, not, bec- and I think that was because people were used to the cartoon, people were used to the analytics of the cartoon mm. and things. As soon as you try and create that in live a live action, action and they're not do it on a TV budget, particularly back then for yeah. a kids show. Yeah, and I think and, also the Hensons were out by that point. Exactly. As well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and 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 that's right. They took they took the uh, movie ones very seriously and made it a, a little bit gritty and things. Mm. Second one was a bit uh, lighter hearted yep. than the first one. But you definitely saw the harder passion involved mm. and the, uh, but this uh, TV show was just rubbish, you know. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That, that so. saddens me no end when I heard that that was the reason for the feud because I've ne- I, I'm quite open, I've never wanted Next Mutation as a TV show. Mm. I don't mind the toy line. I think the toys, toys are pretty cool. But yeah, to think that that show basically destroyed their, friend, their well, that, friendship and that's their how, relationship is so tragic to me. Yeah, most Turtles fans will, will, will not be huge fans of, of Venus de Milo. I've, I've told this story before, but on the official Ninja Turtles website, before it was purchased by Nickelodeon, they had a fan art thing. You could submit stuff, and if they liked it, they put it up on the website. I had a few things go up over the years, but they explicitly said on the instructions we will not accept fan art of Venus de Milo and I always thought that was a little bit of a ha 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 now knowing the history of it you go well of course you wouldn't that's the thing that broke up the band essentially yeah right. it's such a sore subject mm. anyway you were alluding to the end yeah so right at the end and, and there's this big feud and then it's it's it almost felt like a bit of a setup, and and perhaps the way it was edited it was maybe not quite like that but they basically got the two of them in the room again they gave it oh mate I haven't seen you in years big hug they just started talking about turtles and, and just drawing. Drawing and inking was, in each other's pictures. Yeah, yeah one of them would pencil, one of them would do yeah. the inks. Like, I just thought that was that was so good. And there's there's memes going around of you know, Michelangelo shedding a tear yeah. from the old cartoon yeah. going, oh, this was me at the end of episode one of, of Toys That Made Us. So And even going yeah. through uh, the archives of each other's collections. So mm-hmm. they're going through, hey, look, remember this merch, you know, and they're reminiscing about the good old days where they were just signing anything. Oh, you want yep. Ninja Turtle Pizza Hut yep. deals? Yes, let's do, do it. it. You know, License yeah. it. So yeah. that was that was pretty cool. And I love that that look into snapshot of how deep the merch went. You yes. know, and, and I'm sh- I, I couldn't help but think of our mate Davey just uh, throbbing over that sort of uh, <laughs> you know, over that sort of uh, view into the uh, creators. Uh, That's why he tidied archive. up his room recently. Yeah, probably to make, make yeah. room for all the extra merch he's just discovered. Yeah, so. that exists. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Anything yeah. else on Ninja Turtles before we move? I. They did. They did a fairly decent job at the comic book history and things. Yeah, yeah but I, I, they failed to say that uh, they, they plugged that uh, Eastman came back for the new IDW line. Yes. But they didn't say that Peter Lard did uh, Volume Four by himself. Mm. Got up to thirty something issues and then just you know pitted away. Could not keep up with the demand and yep. just said through essentially what I, from a fan's point of view threw in the towel and didn't even finish off the storyline which, yeah. which peed me to no uh, end because yep. that was the perfect fan service comic series if mm. you had read 
volume one and volume two, uh, skipping the IDW, the early you know nineties IDW mm. lot run. Uh, that was the best. Yeah, it you was know, the comic best book, run uh, at the time, yeah, wasn't it? So, yeah, uh, I sort of you know, but I mean that's nitpicking. That's from a uber fan yep. uh, looking into it. So and for something as massive like Turtles, you're never going to capture all angles of it. And at the end of the day, in, you got to remember that it's it's the now. toys that made us, yes, right? Yes. That's the name of the show. Yeah. So. Yeah, so it'd be interesting how this the movies that made us sort of, you know, goes with some of the properties they've mm. picked. So yeah. yeah. All right. So Power Rangers, did you really understand how complex this whole Power Rangers uh, you know, redubbing from Japan and uh splicing the American actors uh faces into the Well see, I, I even at the time I knew as a kid we're talking sort of mid high school for me, I knew it was cheap and, and I rationaled, perhaps not at the time, but years later I went Oh well, that's just they've taken that footage from some from the the stunt actors. You know, I didn't realize they were Korean or where it was Japan or wherever it was from, but that there was no way that these American actors whose faces I knew, no way that's him in the red suit doing fly kicks and and all that sort of stuff. I didn't realize the behind the scenes toing and froing, and then you know you've got to put out the toys and stuff. It was that part of it was new to me. I always yeah, I think I knew that there was a, a cheap factor to the show. Uh, yeah, but it was interesting to sort of see that play out and and the the machinations behind yeah. it. Yeah, I only I only actually discovered all that a couple of years ago from yeah, right. one of our um one of the toy YouTube video uh, gurus that uh, really did a spotlight on Power Rangers yep. and explained that. So I sort of had that pretense, but I was shocked that it was how heavy it was grabbed from Japan and then yeah. put into well, the uh, robot America. stuff as well. Yes. Like, yep. uh, I mean, they are very Japanese styled robots when you think about them, but yeah. the fact that they then, you know, started with what we know as Mighty Morphin Power Rangers and then went, Hey, this is a success success. Let's go back even earlier, like 60, 70 style robots and try and work that into the line. And there was that, that uh, toy designer that kept going back to, he's like, yep, all this mine, you know, I made this and I made that. Um, and, and and comparing the toy, the sharpened uh, yes, sword and things. Safety standards. Uh, yeah, to the American cool. one. So that was kind of neat, yeah. And um, just that, that because it was all done in Japan, they almost had the sculpts of what they'd used in the props. So they were able to make it fairly accurate yeah. as toys. I, I really acknowledge, you know, I tilt my head to that. I had mm. my tilt my hat to that. So, <laughs> tilt my hat. Yeah. Uh, I thought that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and uh, very... And then I found it interesting that, like, the train Power Rangers uh, season and yeah, the, the failed, cars bombed. and things bombed because it is essentially Transformers. No yep. one wants to see cars. It's It's been done before, yep. in my opinion. Yeah. But it's where they were dinosaurs and... Um, Fantastical things. Yeah. yeah. Seeing yeah. cars transformed by, what are we talking, sort of mid-90s was nothing new to kids of that era. No. I think, getting back to your point about the low-budget Power Rangers for those that don't know dropped a little bit later in Australia than what it did in in the US. So so um, people like Frank and I are probably quite a bit older than, than some of our American listeners were when they saw it. So yeah, I always knew it looked cheap. It, it sort of had that, that cheapness to it. I, I think it's something I've often thought is probably a bit like Next Mutation. It may have played better to my sensibilities if it had been done in animation. Mm. I, I think some of those things struggle a little bit 
in live action with that kind of budget yeah. that you've I don't, got. I don't think Power Rangers has ever been in animation, have they? Not that I'm aware not of. In, yeah. Not in animation, no. no. I mean, they had a... Talking Next Mutation, they had a crossover episode with the Next Mutation. You yeah. Know, it was all the live well, action it was, stuff. It was Saban because they had yep. the... They um, did both, yeah. yeah. Correct, yeah. Yep. And obviously they've done comic books and stuff, but I don't... You're right. I don't think there has been has been animation mm. put to put to Power Rangers. So. I, th- I've, I Honestly, I found it very interesting. I loved all the snap shots of back in the day shops just getting cleaned out yes. of all the stock and things oh. that was cool uh so that it, it was is interesting. yeah I, interesting. I i did find that more interesting than i thought i would mm. and uh yeah quite and i love the fact that now they're able to just grab the whole universe together and put every red ranger ever yeah. all 110 of them all on <laughs> one screen and you know i, I like that universe building it and is, uh, yeah. that because that's a real uh, snapshot of fan service, you know. Yeah, and that was the bit though that uh, for me it personally lost me when, and I think they came to the realization that hey, they do this is the way they do it in Japan where it's every season new suits, new actors, new robots, and bang, and you instantly refresh. Now, uh, for me, I'm more of a fan of that sort of world building. You look at you know Marvel using the same actors for ten years, for example. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen the original Red Ranger and Tommy and these guys sort of continue through. And I think Tommy's stuck with the franchise for a long time anyway. Yeah, but the character development that you can get yeah. through Whereas story if, arcs that can run for correct. several seasons versus someone who's Brand there new. for yeah, 26 they have, episodes or 30 yeah, episodes. They have one episode crossover. say, right, you're the new Red Ranger. Bye, I'm off to retirement sort of thing. Yeah. But it's a really good way then. Fans can then come in at any point and they go, oh, well... I don't know who Jason is, but this guy who's four seasons in, he was my first Red That's Ranger, right. yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah. What I think is interesting about Power Rangers, and I know you sort of touched on it, and I'll just mention it before we move on, uh, is that it's probably the first big phenomenon that us three in this room weren't really a part of. Like, you look at Masters of the Universe, Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles, Transformers, yeah, even um, Tim Burton's Batman in 1989 and all the, the toys and merch that generated. Power Rangers is probably the, the first one we... We're just outside. Just a little bit too old. My my issue with the whole uh, episode, though, is they never referenced the fact Voltron. They never... (laughs) No, no, honestly, they didn't say... They didn't say. And I'll form you know, the head. Well, why? Why? Why not? They they play so many jokes and things and you know snapshots of you know this is like this character or this is like that. Why not at least give us some. That's you know, the obvious one. Really insight on, you know, hey, isn't this like Voltron? Didn't <laughs> we do this? Wasn't this like Go Lion? You know, yeah. because it's all been done before. Yeah, true. Like I just, I just would have liked a a little. It's just too. Oh, similar. you mean in the actual in the, uh, show. In the documentary? Yes. In yeah. The, yeah, that's a good point. Like I thought you were saying from in the, the show. No, no, no. But... From the commentators, from right. the from the people that. Uh, talking yeah you know? I mean you've got you know the, the Transformers that five combine into yeah. one and then obviously Voltron was probably closer with the pilots and stuff yeah you would have thought they would have made that connection in the editing room but I know maybe there's a Voltron episode well, coming I can only I can, but, <laughs> yeah. then, but then I can only be scared though do that it it's going to be mm. so heavily talked about Power Rangers yes. and like they've done they'll do an episode of um, Star Wars, yep. let's say, and they won't mention Star Trek in it, and then you get to Star Trek, and they'll and talk about quarter- Star Wars yeah, the whole the whole way right. through. That annoyed and, me. And it's like, guys, stop talking about Star Wars. This is Star, Star Trek. Trek Just yeah. to be me- fair, I think- mention it by all means, yeah. but don't harp on about it. Correct. I don't need it to hear it three times in one sentence. Agreed. Yeah, Agreed. no, that's a fair point. 
I can see why it was referenced early on because obviously that started the whole action figure phenomenon yeah, yeah, degree, yeah. you know yeah particularly yeah. the post amigo stuff mm. so my little pony my little pony man and mm. i thought the masters of the universe creators were arguing you know <laughs> a lot I these guys the controversy these hey? guys are like and they made that one lady to be the villain to be a massive villain yeah. and yet she's got this massive my little pony collection, collection. and thing and they just made her look like so stupid Sour grapes, and yeah, yeah i just it's painting a picture and i bet you she's watching it now thinking oh my god yep. they set me up hard and and dropped a bomb on me dropped so to me speak yeah. yeah uh i don't appreciate that a little much like yeah. the editing on the whole the series as a whole is very yeah, they you know they they literally say oh well this was a bit awkward and then cut to a shot of someone like sort of grimacing now that cut of the person pulling a face could come from anywhere exactly. so yeah. the editing is very ready to heavy. sneeze or something yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I read an, uh, an interview with uh, I think it's Brian Volkweiss yes yeah, yep. yeah the creator yep. and he basically said he goes he found season 3 challenging because people had seen 1 and 2 by this stage and gave us what we thought we wanted we're like no no give us everything tell us and then we craft as the editors craft the story and stuff and so uh, I think it's an interesting way to do it, but you're right. Sometimes it does feel like that we need to inject some uh, tension or some drama into this. So we're going to paint her, who's probably a perfectly very lovely lady. We're going to paint her as a bit of the the, the villain or, or whatever. So yeah. it's something I've noticed in in other episodes from previous seasons. There seems to be a lot of gotcha moments or, yeah. or a few. You yeah, know, let's fair. try and catch this person out as that or. I'm not sure I'm necessarily interested in the politics behind it. I'm more interested in the brains of you know the various minds that came together to to make said toy line or toy based property tick. You mm. know, I don't really need to hear about who likes whom or who. You know, a little bit of that's probably okay, but really, I just want to know who are the key people. What were the decisions that were taken well, involved, um, yeah. that that made this thing? And what I found fascinating about the He Man um, one was. You know, the mini comics were by accident. You know, um, different things were, were by accident because, you know, they, they were put on the spot. Well, what are you going to do to help market this line? Well, mm. we'll put mini comics in. Throw you know, it in that was fascinating. Yeah. That was genuinely fascinating. But this whole idea of, you know, I'm top because I did this and I, you're not because you're claiming yeah. something you yeah. need to do, that, that less interests me. Yeah. A couple of things I thought was really cool. Mm. We found out that uh, the, the, the doc. From GI Joe, the guy yeah. that created it. he was—he was an actual he real was, person. Yep, and he was big part of My Little Pony. He, he got moved over to make to make all the play sets and yep. things to make that work. So that was really cool. And mm. Jose, uh, our um, good friend from the US, he mm. was blown away by that fact. Yeah. Uh, that one was of his of, one of his favorites was involved with the MLP. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty crazy. Too bad he died in the comic books pretty early on, but yeah, <laughs> we won't go into that. Um, and the other thing is, uh, my uh, girlfriend from uh, Plastic Crack was on there. She yes. was showcasing her uh, yep. enormous My Little Pony yeah. uh, collection. So that was pretty cool to see her uh, flash up again and get a bit of media attention yeah. for an otherwise uh, line that people just you know skim over, so to speak. And mm. um, yeah, I, I I thought it was really cool that My Little Pony was never set up to be the next big you know a market strategy toy line it was just a it little was, side project yeah little side project and they poured all this money into these other toy lines and was you know Shopkins or whatever that no fight? it was something it was something similar yeah, to, yeah. to that name but uh, yeah and just bombed yeah. like anything 
and then all of a sudden, you know, My Little yeah, Pony is doing doing uh, really well in the background, and they yeah, those yeah. happy accidents are always fascinating. Yeah, I love the and, and the color thing was interesting as well because it was talking about the and I've forgotten her name. The quote unquote villain was going, well, no, horses are brown and, yes, and white yeah, and black yeah. and and yet these pastel colors that's what they're known for you see a horse be it photoshopped or whatever that is in a a lilac or a blue or something like that it's and you fantasy. go see yeah, yeah there's my little pony and 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 stuff and i uh, i have a bit of a connection to the property in that my sister had a, a very sizable my little pony collection so i i remembered half the names they were throwing out Applejack and and these and the sorts where you could um, you'd pull the the tail would be like extendable hair yeah, that comes yeah. out, and then you twist the head to wind it back in and stuff. Like, yeah, I remember you pulled a few heads out. Did you? Oh uh, yeah, there was a few Frankenstein moments uh, <laughs> over the years, <laughs> and it was cool. They they talked about the Brony fan. Yeah, uh, they, I, was, I was interested to see if that yeah, got a mention. Yeah, and and you've got here about the um new long term fan. Yeah, becoming she, she charge, started so. out as a fan, and she she wrote into uh, Hasbro as it was at the time, saying, "Oh, here's some ideas." and she had sketches and all that and she is now the arguably the, the brains behind the Friendship is Magic which is the current run and, and sort of brought the property back from the brink and, and doing really well in the animation yeah. and, and the toys and stuff so I thought it was really great it'd be the equivalent of one of us who you know oh riding into Mattel I love He-Man so much blah, blah, blah. and then years later you're running the, the brand right yeah. like giving it a new lease mm. on life I thought that was a wonderful full circle yeah, moment it says and, a lot about Hasbro that they're prepared to back in a fan I think yeah. they, and it says obviously a lot about her talent too that she's well, got the gig but yeah. was she from somewhere else did we see her in I want to say we saw her in the Amazon um uh, plastic, plastic crack, crack possibly because she she came on screen and a bit like the 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 one who had the huge collection I was like she looks familiar maybe or maybe we met her in Oh, something else. But I saw her face and went, oh, I feel like I've seen okay. you before. Interesting, but yeah. Anyway. And the problem with uh, Hasbro early on is they didn't know how kids were going to play with My Little Pony. Mm. So that's where this la a girl has risen up saying, no, 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 you can't just play with them like dolls and things that, you know, they they um, become the character yes. that's uh, etched in their rump. You know, Applejack yep. is the, you know, she gave them personalities yeah. based on that little symbol and it flourished from there. And that's where I think... Up until then, they were lacking on storyline and depth yep. for each character because they just weren't fleshing out. Well, the, the footage larger they, they world. played from the 80s uh, My Little Pony <laughs> movie that had like these crazy yeah, dragons yeah. and wizards and stuff. Yep. And you're like, that's scary for yeah. like, if you were a fan of the property at that age, you're like, this is really off brand almost. And then, and um, then, and then later on, they tried to bring them back version three or something, and they're yeah. anorexic, you yeah, know, they look tiny and yeah. horrible. And yeah, yeah, even the super fans were like, yeah, nah, this is yeah, not, this is not, not my little pony. <laughs> yeah. And then last yeah. but not least, we got the wrestling, which was just phenomenally yeah. uh, crazy from, from an outsider's point of view, who's not into the wrestling scene, I was uh, almost gobsmacked mm. uh, about how uh, complex the industry was and how many little pockets in America were all uh, the fighting for each other. And yeah, stuff? or the, yeah. you know, it's like you think NBA and things like that. Oh yeah, it's, it's just that, league, and yeah. you know that. But then you've wrestling. It seemed like all the universities uh, were trying to, you have, know, each have, have their own sort of yeah unit or something, or each state was going to have their own uh, thing going, and mm. each of them were trying to get toys and vice versa, and yep. it ended up, you know, LGA, LJN uh, beat them all to the market, mm. and bam, you know, it went 
went yeah. from there yeah and and it's interesting because i had uh, i had a friend of mine growing up uh as sort of a an early teenager across the road and he was one of the people who, who bought like all the pay-per-view stuff so he would wrestlemania was like was the weekend at his place and i didn't really know what i was watching at the time but it's how come i know you know the sort of the the earlier phase of the undertaker and stone cold mm. yep. and, and these sorts of names is, fr- is through that and you know, then they start throwing out terms like Monday Night Raw and, and, and WCW. And now I know where all that comes from, right? And and the history behind it and how that all sort of ties together. So, yeah, a really, really fascinating uh, fascinating episode. The, the toys really varied. You got some yes, that, yep. like when we had uh, old mate Sean Fuster and uh, Tyler Daniels on the show. And they were the big ljn these are the big the rubber inch, unarticulated yeah. stuff and then you went you had more what we would consider typical sort of 6 inch actually 6 inch action figures and stuff um and yeah the totally different styles that you got in a probably a, a less than 10 year period yeah, yeah. the ljn stuff stuff i remember most from childhood never had any of it but i knew knew some some friends that did so that sticks in in my mind the most but i do remember the other stuff as well and you're right they're, they're quite different yeah and the, yeah. the big plushies that they had that you could yeah. snuggle up with hulk hogan they, they, like they sold do. millions of them like they they couldn't uh keep them on the shelf fast enough <laughs> yeah. that was you know that is fantastic marketing 101 yeah. like it is, and, it? and and giving something a shot like oh this might not work but i'm going to pour a little bit of money yeah. into it hopefully it takes off and then bam it sma- you know it gets smashed out of the ballpark yeah. so Good on them. And yeah, yeah. We, we just spoke about with My Little Pony giving them uh, personalities and stories. Wrestling probably did that better than anyone, right? Before, Long before the marketing, these people had a backstory. And, yeah. and okay, yes, they're ultimately actors and all that sort of stuff, but fans buy into that, you know? I'm, I'm a fan of whoever because, oh, he grew up near where I grew up, so says the actor anyway. But uh, yeah, I thought it was, it was really good for something that never has appealed to me personally i was i was fascinated by that whole episode yeah no truly agree Mm. and what do we think i saw a few comments uh about the the humor overall i know we've spoken about that when we reviewed previous seasons Um, i thought it was i mean i I went in knowing what to expect right We've, we've had two seasons of it if if that style of humor is not your thing at all then then you got nothing to complain about because I don't think they changed it up an awful no, lot. No, no. I, I'm. I think I still think, and I. This is probably because Masters is one of the most my most passionate toy lines and things. Is the bong scenario? I that, that <laughs> grinds my gears. Something chronic. Yeah. So at least there was nothing that stupid in in these uh, four episodes. The only one but, that come close, I think, was in the Turtles episode where they had the. Um, I think it was the Turtles one. Where there was the the head of the Japanese, yeah, yeah, yeah the head of playmate, yeah. sorry, who and he just said no, or like was it like uh, empty or something? Yeah. And there was a phrase they kept repeating, and that again was heavy editing to the point of okay, they did it three times. I see what you're yeah. doing. I think they went five and six, and then referenced it again later in the episode. And I was like, all right, put it away, guys. Yes, yes, like yeah. I get the joke. But now you've just... They've literally edited one guy saying no out of context to what they're talking about and made it you work yeah. for their story. Yeah. 
Um, now, uh, if we've finished talking about this, yep. I've got one other thing that sort of annoyed me a little bit. So um, the toys that made us have come out and said, look, guys, uh, we're focusing on toy lines that have multi-generation uh, appeal. So okay, when, trans- yep. tr- so Transformers has came out in 84, and then it Still sort of going. kept going. Mm. You know, Ninja Turtles has um, never stopped. Uh, yeah. tr- Master Universe came out in 82. It had a thing in... 90s then it had another thing in 2003 you know so it's multi-generational all these my little pony everything we've covered here is all multi-generation so Mm. on the flip side of that you're probably not going to see uh unfortunately things like dino riders things like skeleton warriors um silver hawks uh thundercats are are on the cusp but is is there enough depth there so that sort of that annoyed me a little bit because i think they could do two episodes uh, you know two two um properties in one episode one one hour episode yeah. uh just you know shine, shine some light or go into you know do a bit of a thing take a bit of plastic crack um you know path, a, a to, it, path yeah. to it and just go to people's super collections and you know interview them what makes you mm. you know passionate for this and spotlight on some of the niche you know yeah. toy lines and things because I think I still think some of these toy lines are uh, worthy of b- having a bit of a spotlight. I but- tend to agree, uh, um, and there's a couple of examples that spring to mind automatically. Obviously, I'm a fan of them, but you look at things that didn't last five minutes, like say Defenders of the Earth and Toxic Crusaders. They both go for a lot of money now. They both got yeah. big fan bases, and I tend to agree with Ben. You probably could stick, you know, two or more, depending on how how deep the topic is and how much information there is out there to do something like that. You could go into super fans collections, particularly if um, creators are not willing to participate or not no longer, no longer with us, given that some of these properties are not new. Hmm. You definitely could, could do that. I I think. And, and it would be great to shine a spotlight on, on some fan favorite things. What makes, what makes something like toxic crusaders, for example, and defenders of the earth. And I'm using them as examples. Two lines that were very short-lived, so beloved now. You, you know what I mean? And yeah. that, I think, is a worthy that is a worthy topic to unpack. I sort of think, I kind of get where they're coming from because the amount of time and research and interviews that would have gone, you know, in many cases, that they're literally traveling or sending camera crews to Japan, overseas, to talk to these people. Uh, you're really going to struggle to do that for something like Thundercats where there might be only one or two people you can talk to about it. Um, I do understand it, but it's also interesting because the name of the show is The Toys That Made Us, right? It's not The Toys That Are Still Going, right? The the Toys That Are Popular. Yeah, yeah, and that's interesting. And 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 they the try to were around when we were young, and, and that you still, still remember today. now. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. They do that because everyone, whether you're into it or not, everyone knows Transformers. Everyone knows Masters. Everyone yeah. knows Turtles. They pick on those big properties because they get people who aren't us, who are already in, regardless of almost what properties they cover. That non fans are gonna draw them in essentially. So, 
Yeah, it was so. I didn't see that. Was that like a post or something they put uh, up? Yeah, saying, it was one of you know people snapshotting tweets and uh, uh, you know uh, shining the light on the well, Facebook yeah. page right. and you know asking the question when you're going to get do Dino Riders, you know yeah. when you're going to hit Tonka Supernaturals, you right. know I want to see Robotech, you know. Well, the, well, the, the other like, thing I saw mm. Brian uh, and I've just forgotten his last name Volkweiss. Yeah, mm-hmm. say that had me a little bit concerned. Was they're not even sure if there is a fourth well, season I, coming? I, was, it's going to depend on how many people stream it and and if you do stream it maybe stream it more than once go yeah. back and stream old episodes the numbers they really sound like they're from well, but to his point then what if if, if that's their criteria that it's multi-generational stuff what what's what's left so i think pokemon yep. yeah right. that's a pokemon good one pokemon is yeah. one i'm just thinking off the top of my head uh voltron i definitely think there's a yeah, avenue yeah, for voltron yep. stuff, as much yeah. as i cringe that they'll reference uh, the hell out of Power Rangers and mm. I want to I want to sort of you know I, maybe Power Rangers was but I think Power Rangers was first yeah. but I don't want the whole Voltron centric- just like Power Rangers uh, yeah just exactly like Power Rangers. I, yeah, because yeah. I just Voltron actually came first too so it is a little yeah. disrespectful but the, uh, I also think Marvel and DC are both Correct. excellent That's shots. A, you, you have a Marvel stuff. You're going to get all the, the current sort of MCU fanboys. You, you are. Plus, it. you're going to get people who grew up on the Mego stuff and yep. everything in between. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, they could do one. properties like Mego and Remco. Yeah. And, yeah. You I know, love some of those old toy companies. Tyco. You know, yeah. They could they could do it on those sort of properties That'd you know huge mm, as yeah, far as I, amount of research and you know the various and there's literally again lots of people but, to speak to but pick, pick pick some of the sorry pick some of the smaller toy uh, companies like remco and things that mm. had their pocket and and you know like uh they did the wrestling uh, remco was pretty big in the wrestling yep. community and things uh which was nice to see referenced a few times mm. uh yeah i th- i think there's I think there's enough meat on the bone for a season five, four, 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 four. but then five. If five, this is the, struggle. if this mm. is the channel the cri- they want, yeah, the criteria they want to go down. I pretty much think they've um, four would be it. Mm. They will have ran their race or pretty close to it. Yeah, and it's, and and that's kind of also indicative of they seem to be heading or diverting into pivoting into movies, into movies yes. which is essentially a, an endless list as far as that's got a lot more legs in it. You know, movies that that made us. Well, there's could be an goes from generations. It right? could be an interesting way to sort of cross promote them both if they wanted to. I'm just thinking off the top of my mind, uh, off, off the top of my head. You could do, say, the Rambo films, or one of the Rambo films, and then talk about the Coleco toy line. I, th- I yeah. think, I think, if they're going to do that, they'd spend half a hot second on yeah, the toy correct. line, yeah. and that would be it. Yeah, you be, right. You know, it, we, they wouldn't. They'd probably flash a advert or. And there were toys as well. Yeah. Moving on, yeah. Well, I tell you yeah. what would also probably run. I think, given the era we're in, and I would say is eligible for multi-generationals. Uh, and forgot to mention Jurassic Park Ooh, because there's been a number, of, a number of films, number of lines. Yeah, everybody it's been knows passed it. Down, yeah, exactly. It's been passed down from it's still current, still yeah, relevant. That's a started good one. Started in the nineties. Well, let's yeah. start scripting season four now. We can go here. You go, boys, and here's yes. here's your your set list for season yeah, absolutely. four. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so, well, actually, have they done a Lego? They did a Lego. They've episode, done Lego. They? Lego was yeah. fairly because remember the uh, it, the system. Of course, the system. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well, speaking of Lego, this sort of leads me into a bit of a follow up story. You might remember a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that. Uh, my wife was clever enough to uh, enter a Lego competition and we won. We won $500 worth of Lego products. Hasn't arrived, uh, but my wife was actually very clever 
Um, initially, I said that we didn't get to choose what these products were. They were just handed to us. Turns out that's incorrect. My wife was then contacted by the people running this comp saying, no, you do get to choose. Uh, what do you want? Did was, they hear us on the show talk about that? <laughs> Unlikely, <and> but... <laughs> do we owe um, them an apology? <laughs> no, no, no. So it was all good. But basically, I'm at work and my wife texts me this information going, oh, it turns out we do get to choose... I've asked if we can have the new 1989 Batmobile. Nice, and I'm like, man. Uh, nice. And I just replied with, I f***ing love you. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what, how do you respond to that? Like, I um, think you just did. Um, <laughs> mind you, that might, um, there might be a word or two that you might need to edit out <laughs> yeah, of that. Yeah. I don't know. But. Um, so that was, and but it was still a bit unknown because the set hadn't been released and I still don't think has technically been released in Australia anyway. Uh, so the lady was, oh, we'll have to check. And so, and again, when I, I went home and spoke to my wife, I said, oh, you know, that hasn't been released. Yeah, yeah, they're checking for me. I said, oh, so what did you give her as a as a fallback? She goes, oh, I said the Voltron set. I was nice, like, there's man. a reason you're my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tick, tick, yeah. I'm making dinner tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so that was really cool. And then just the other day, confirmed Batmobile is on oh, its way wild, should man. have it by like 10th of December so yeah, a couple of weeks so yeah, yeah so and then the, you I, haven't finished the Stranger Things building no have we still haven't finished yeah. <laughs> yeah. it'll be just straight bang on what you yep. know finish that one move Hooray. that one aside all right, now, now, now the Batmobile <laughs> <laughs> alright all the black pieces yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just say that your wife is one in a million yeah she really she, is she, I mean pretty that's epic, epic that pretty cool pretty epic. so yeah, so I'm really I think, jealous. I think because I think it's around about was it three to four hundred dollars Australian that was valued at, at? at least. It's yeah. very expensive. And so then she's gone. Yep, the rest of whatever is left from that five hundred, get Jack a whole bunch of Duplo and and you know sort of early Lego uh, stuff for him. So yeah, so very exciting. So, wild so cool. man, it's wild! I cannot wait to see that Keaton minifigure because it's got a new <sighs> yeah, uh, cowl and yep, sculpt man. and things. Uh, Vicky, as yeah. soon as, and when I was explaining to Ali, I said, "You know, it comes with Vicky Vale." And she's like, oh, "Vicky Vale, Vicky Vale!" <laughs> like uh, that's that's just a line she quotes from the movie all the yeah, time. So yeah, classic, yeah, awesome, sweet man, that's wicked. Well, it looks like we've come to the end of our show again. Thank you, one and all, for listening. We really appreciate it, and. We'll see you in the toy aisles. Big shout out to our Patreons. Thanks very much for uh, for doing what you do. Um, yeah, you're not the reason we do the show, but it sure helps. So uh, thank you very much for your support as well. Yeah, big, a big thank you to the Patreons. And also a big thank you to everyone who's been contributing pictures of their collections. Yeah, to featured, our featured That's collections. That's really well, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, coming. Yep. It looks like it's coming to a close uh, fairly in the next week, uh, half week or so. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to push it too much because I think it's done a good job. Uh, yeah, round th- three weeks. Um, or so, yeah. I might have a bit of a uh, breather uh, till New Year's, and then I might start something else yep. up uh, uh, in the new year. Yeah. So, but but don't um, feel that you can't send us pictures if you oh, want. Definitely. In the meantime, you know, um, it I'll, just I'll may not be them. a daily. It just may not yeah. be a daily thing, yeah. and, and yeah. that. But you're always welcome. Mm. We always love to engage with our listeners around whatever it is that's sort of fighting their collector boat and you know we, we just love to hear that and see that passion yeah so, definitely agreed i love i love sharing their passion and their collection yeah. and uh i just yeah fantastic really some really eye-opening collections out there big and small so mm. so and until next time good journey you can find the toy power team at all the usual online places Facebook.com slash Toy Power Podcast at Toy Power Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram or have your say and email us 
toypowerpodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to the show on both iTunes and Stitcher, and please leave us a review. Otherwise, we just assume we're awesome. We are a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out all the awesome shows on this awesome network full of okay people. Want to learn more? Go to GiantSizeTeamUp.com where you can find us and a whole lot more awesome shows. Well, they're not more awesome than us, but they're... Yeah.